Hey everybody, welcome to another week with Faith Over Fear. Got a lot of things to kind of go over this week. Before we get into our message, I want to highlight how here in North Carolina, we are experiencing a current snowstorm. I myself love it. I'm still like a kid. Uh, my kids loved it. We got to go outside. We have a pretty good hill in our yard, so we got to enjoy some good sledding. Yes, I tried to snowboard on a sled. No, it did not end out go, turning out well. Um, also, other things happening around the world right now, it is the NFL playoffs. I know there's a lot of football fans out there. Um, for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see I am rocking my Dallas Cowboys stuff. Um, it has been a long time since Dallas has had hope to go somewhere in the playoffs, so we'll see what happens today. Um, for any of you out there who are experiencing severe weather, maybe you've lost some power, or maybe you know you, you ran out of groceries at the grocery store, or whatever it may be, I hope you guys are doing well, and I hope that um, you guys are making it through this little bit of uh, winter weather that we're getting. Um, now to get into the episode, I kind of want to start with where we left off last week. I know we talked about the Supreme Court case. As most of you know, on Thursday of last week, the Supreme Court voted 6-3 to block the Biden administration from mandating vaccines for companies of 100 employees or more, which is a great win, honestly, for all Americans, regardless of where you stand on the vaccine, regardless of where you stand on the masks, it was a huge win for America. Now companies don't have to be doctors, police, and prosecutors at their workplace. They can actually um, do their job and not have to worry about it. So it was a great win. For those of you in the medical field, um, we're still praying for you. I hope that this doesn't affect you too much. I hope that um, maybe wherever you work, they'll accept religious exemptions or maybe medical exemptions if it's something that you don't want to um, put in your body or go forward with. Um, I'm praying for you guys. I hope the whole community out here listening is praying for you guys and knowing that this is not an easy road. You still have a little bit of a battle in front of you. So we're still thinking about you. We're praying for you. And we hope uh, hope that it gets better for you guys. Hope that it gets better for the whole country, honestly. So like I said, Supreme Court, 6-3 ruling. It was, it was great for corporate America, great for America as a whole. Where I want to go with this, though, is last week, while we were kind of fighting the whole um, mask mandate, vaccine mandate, it was a pretty trying time for me. I know it was a trying time for a lot of you out there. The one thing that I kept hearing people say was things like, I can't forfeit my job because I need the money. Even though I think it's wrong, even though I don't agree with the mandate, even though I don't want the vaccine, I need the money. I need the job. And I had I had friends, I had people, you know, that I work with close to me that that told me. They said, Well, don't forfeit your job because of this mandate. My wife, the same thing. And I said, don't forfeit my job for what I believe. That's what you just asked me to do. I had people out there asking me, well, don't give, don't give up this salary because you don't agree with what's going on. You still have a family to provide for. And uh, that really, that really shook me up as a weak wink because I know that there was a lot of people out there saying the same thing. And listen, before I get into where I believe we should go as the church and as a body of believers, I am not saying that if you are choosing to, con to comply with whatever rules you have to comply with to keep your job, that you are not living a life of faith. 
That is not what I'm saying at all. Every situation is different. God has placed each and every one of you in places in your lives for a reason. I am not saying that if you choose to comply, that you're now choosing to avoid your faith. That is not what I'm saying. Where I want to decipher what we should do is, is when you make that decision on what you want to do, was it out of faith? Was it after prayer? And so now, thankfully, a lot of us don't have to go through this anymore, but there are still um, a select few that are in the medical field that might have to ask this question. But it's not even about these mandates, um, honestly. To me, it's about what are you willing to do to keep your money? What is it that you're willing to forfeit to keep this job and to keep this salary? This time it was a mandate. This time it was a vaccine. It was a mask. What happens when it turns into something else? What is it as believers, where are we willing to draw the line and say, this is my faith and I will not be shaken from it? When do we get to that point as believers? And for me personally, I'm at that point. This podcast has helped me out tremendously. And that's another thing I want you guys to know is that I don't do this just for you guys. Okay. These messages in the word of God that I, that I use in these podcasts, they speak to me just as much as they speak to you. I try to live my life guided by the spirit of the living God. And so therefore, if I have to stand alone in this world off of the decision that I made because of my faith and what my father says, then I'll do it. Jesus always said, I'm about my father's business. Well, my question is, is when are the body of believers going to say that we're about our father's business instead of the business of my job? I have three kids and a wife to provide for. I have a mortgage. I have car payments. I get it. I understand that we have to go to work as Americans to make money to provide for our families. I I understand that 100%. I do. I get it. But I'm here to tell you that I've done it on a lot less than I'm making right now. And something that I say probably every single day of my life is that my God has provided for me for 28 years in my life so far. And I know that he'll continue to do so. So if I have to walk away from a job, or I have to walk away from a relationship, or I have to walk away from anything because my Holy Father said so, and so be it. And it did feel like I was standing alone last week. I'm not going to lie to you guys. There was a lot of people that I was surprised didn't take a little bit of a harder stand. I'm not saying to just be downright disrespectful, but I want you to stand firm. The word says to build down to the rock and build on a firm foundation. Well, where is that? I was, I was speaking with a good friend of mine this past week, and, and he said something that's really stuck with me, that in his old mindset, in his old way of thinking, it was, you know, what if? If I pick up the cross and I do this, what if I lose relationships? What if I lose family members? What if I lose a job? And he said now he's experienced a level of faith that where he says, God, I'll follow you even if, not what if. And that stuck with me for the rest of the week. And, and I think that, that where that's where we as the body believers have got to come is that, God, I will follow you even if, even if I lose this good paying job, even if I lose my best friend of however many years, even if I will follow you. And so I want to highlight some, some scripture to kind of hope, encourage you guys to live a life of faith and to not, not, be shaken. 
And so this week's episode is called Narrow is the Path. Will you find it? Will you find it? So Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, it says, Enter through the narrow gate, for the wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow is the road that leads to life, and only few find it. And so my question to the body of believers is, have you found it? Have you truly found it? Because it says, narrow is the gate. Narrow is the road. And it leads to eternal life. It leads to a prosperous life outside of this world. Wide is the gate that leads to destruction. And so what I'm here to tell you is, is that if you're making your decisions off of the things in this life, if you're making your decisions off of the wide gate, you are walking down a life of destruction. And guys, let me tell you something. It's not just about what happens on this world. We live for an eternal purpose. Not a worldly purpose. Okay? An eternal purpose, not a worldly purpose. Now, do we have purpose on this world? Yes. But that reflects the eternal purpose. I want to embolden a body of believers to follow the narrow path. It's going to be tight and lonely sometimes from a worldly aspect. But from the internal aspect, you have a heavenly father guiding you. He goes before you and he stands behind you. He's on the narrow path with you. And I think it's time that we as believers, we start going down the narrow path. We started this, this year off talking about resolutions and talking about what you can do to find your purpose, knowing your why, knowing who you are as a child of God. And living out that life is living out a life of following the narrow path. I've had friends this week ask me again, have, was I willing to lose my job to stand firm on what I believe? And my response comes out of Mark chapter 8, 36. What good is it for someone to gain the world yet forfeit their soul? I live for an eternal purpose. I live for my father's business. And if that means I have to lose my job, then so be it. Because I will not forfeit my soul. I will not forfeit my soul. And I'm, this podcast, getting into the Word of God this year and reading through the Bible and, and getting spending more time in worship. Guys, let me tell you something. My faith has grown to levels I've never experienced before. I truly live a life where I know that my God is going to provide for me. And I'm not scared. I don't fear. My wife asked me a couple weeks ago when this mandate was going on, are you scared about losing your job? And for a brief second, the old Tyler came up and said, well, yeah. You got three kids to provide for. Yeah. But the new creation that I'm living in said no, because my God will provide. My God provided when I didn't make hardly anything. And my God provides for me now when I'm living a good life. And I will boldly walk out my faith. I will not forfeit my soul to gain anything of this world. And let me tell you something else, guys. For, the, for those of you out there who are parents... What example are you leaving to your kids 
I'm going to brag about my kid for just one second. And it's not anything that I've done. It's because my son is, is, has taken his faith at six years old in his hands and believes that God can do anything. My son sees the things that I do. My son wants to start a podcast now. Both my boys ask for worship music every single morning. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I would love for my boys to be great at golf, great at basketball, great at music, love all the things that I love. But that right there, when they say turn on Phil Wickham, when he gets home from school and he pulls his iPad out and he says, hey, this is David with a podcast. There's nothing that brings me more joy. Now, that's not I'm not I didn't say that story to brag on me. I said that story to brag on my God. Because I try to live a life reflected of the father. And what I'm here to tell you guys is, is when you do that. It is contagious. It is contagious. And for the parents out there, you need to be contagious for your kids. Your cup overflow into your children. That's why it's important for you to stay in the word. That's why it's important for you to stay in worship. That's why it's important for you not to trade your soul to gain the world. Money doesn't mean anything to my kids. And I hope as long as I'm here on this earth to teach him that money is not everything. So God is everything. God is everything. Be contagious for your kids. I want to wrap up this week with Luke chapter 18, verses 18 through 30. The parable about a camel going through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. And so when you read that story, and I encourage all you guys this week, if you guys are listening to this podcast, please go to Luke chapter 18, verses 18 through 30, and please read this parable because it's beautiful. Jesus is talking. It says it starts with a certain ruler asked how to inherit eternal life. And it's like I said earlier, we are about an eternal purpose. We are not about a worldly purpose. We are about an eternal purpose. And so a certain ruler asked Jesus, how do you inherit that? And this this ruler, who was a rich man, said, I've kept the commandments. I've honored the Sabbath. I've done all that by the old Jewish law. But Jesus said, but you've missed out on one thing. And he said, sell everything you have, give it to the poor and follow me. And it was hard for the rich man to hear it. Peter comes in and says, we have done that for you, teacher. And then Jesus answers and says, any of you. Who have left your homes, your wives, your brothers, your sisters, your purposes for the sake of the kingdom. You will be given that and so much more in an eternal life. And that's what it's about. It's about storing up the riches in an eternal life, not a worldly life. And so if I've learned anything the last couple of weeks of these mandates is, are you going to choose the world? Or are you going to choose your faith? And again, I'm not saying that if you're one of the people who are trying to keep your job, that you're not choosing your faith. I'm saying seek God in everything you do first for any guidance, because it's about an eternal purpose, not a worldly purpose. Guys, I appreciate you joining in this week. I hope that you guys take something from this. As usual, I really, really appreciate you guys tuning in. 
Find us on Facebook, on Instagram, like us, um, share us with your friends, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen, and please get the words out with your friends and family. This is not about me. It's not about you. It's about furthering the kingdom of God. Check us out on Facebook. We've got a shop. We're selling shirts, hoodies, hats, car decals. Again, I'm not making any money off of it. It's just to go right back into um, the community so we can pay for advertisement and pay for more material so that we can spread the word. Guys, I really appreciate it. Enjoy the last little bit of snow if you're one of the people that are affected by it. Have a great week. Love you guys.